Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind. I am your host, Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, with Carrie J.K. and Joe mm-hmm. Freeman. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. You know, with the world reopening, you will most likely find yourself out there once again dealing with sleazy promoters, hack producers, pay-to-play, among other scams. However, while there are a lot of scammers out there waiting to take advantage of your musicians, not everything is a scam. So on today's podcast, we want to help you sort through the barrage of musicians, services, etc. out there to get to the bottom of what's a scam and what's an actual legitimate service. Okay, guys? So, uh, hmm. all right. Um, yeah, this is a, uh, um, a real issue, and especially since things have become uh, more uh, focused on the Internet and more opportunity for mm-hmm. people to communicate with musicians uh, to sort of... Uh, come up with all kinds of crazy stuff that, that tempts musicians to uh, pay. Uh, what One of the things I, I believe um, that happens with musicians, I think why they fall prey, why many of us fall prey to it, and it's not just other people, it's me as well. It's happened to me, and I think it's happened to all of us at some point. Uh, we are overwhelmed. We don't have a really... The music business is kind of a moving target. It's always changing. Um, that and, you know we are kind of holding out the fantasies. I, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily laziness, but it, we're sort of holding out the fantasy that I think a lot of people in the world get in trouble with is that somebody will come along and save me. <laughs> if I could just get yeah. the right manager, if I could just yeah. get the right, you know, marketer, if I could just get the right, Princes and superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Producer. I mean, we see this going on on a, on every walk of life. You know, uh, you know the 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 guy is hoping that he'll meet the perfect woman who will come along and make his whole life perfect, and the woman is thinking that the guy will come along and make her whole life perfect. And this is a sort of just the human condition that we're looking for these people to come along and save us to rescue us. And when somebody says, "Hey, all you have to do." <laughs> Is give me, you know, $199 and, you know, you're going to be number one in your niche on Spotify or whatever. Mm. It's very tempting, right? Because we're overwhelmed. It's confusing. We don't know what to do. It's a moving target. There's so much to learn. There's so much to master. Um so it's just a, it's an easy thing to f- fall into, and and some of the uh, research I did on this I felt was a little harsh on musicians for this. When I think that it is just this is just a human this is just a human condition that uh, we need to kind of uh, recognize and deal with, as opposed to kind of like criticizing people for being lazy. So I'm not one of those people who think that you're particularly lazy. Um, it's just that mm-hmm. you know we need help and we don't know what to do, and we have limited resources and we have limited time, and we go like, but all I want to do is put out music and make it famous. I you know. The, why can't I just have that? <laughs> Actually, can I, work that way. <laughs> just before we go on, there is one thing, one word you just used there. I want to pick up on. Sure, jump in. That is because that is one of the things that's going to be um, 
important about being exploited. And that's this word famous. Okay. And um, whenever you embark on anything, it's good to know exactly why you're doing it or exactly what it is you want from it. Um, making music is a great example. There's various re- there's various ways, various good reasons why you'd be um, making music in the first place. One of them is that one to become famous. I want to be famous. Um, and if your goal is to just become famous, um, you might then have to choose why you chose music particularly to do it. And it's probably because they looked at it and realised that all the famous people they had released a record at some point. However, if that is your only reason for doing this, then people who are actually famous in terms of longevity, in terms of actually making money at, at it, have probably spent a lot of time working on building um, something that they can actually sell then as a product and have been willing to sell themselves as a product. What they have not done is waited around to be discovered and then just left it. There are people who become famous that way. And the famous, it's Andy Warhol's 15 Minutes. They've been famous and then you never hear them hear of them again. Great. Go on so, American Idol or The Voice or you know, take yeah, chances or, or someplace like or, that. Or, some, or something even that. Have you got like the really trashy reality shows where you don't <laughs> have to do anything? Something like, go on one of those. But um, if all you're interested in is being famous, then that is different probably to what we're talking about now. Because we are talking about people who make music because it's what they do. I, Speaking for myself, I couldn't give a crap about being famous. In fact, I'm repelled by it. And probably and that's why you're famous. <laughs> and that's why, well, you know, it's like I'd, I'd probably have made a lot more money from music if at some point I'd really, really wanted to be famous but um, and been pursuing that. But I make music because it's what I do. And I'd still do it to my cats if no one was listening. And um, it's, it's like one of the things I often get is when people say about, oh, if I can't get 500 listeners this week, then there's no point in me doing it. I'm not going to make any more music ever. And it'll be all your fault for not listening to me. And I just want to say to that person, if not doing it is even an option, then I think you're doing this for the wrong reasons. You do this because it's what you do. And um, you keep on doing it as best as you can. And hopefully at some point you'll do something that will resonate with other people. See, that's the, I don't want to be famous, but I do want to um, be um, respect. I do want to be heard and I do want to be respected for what I do. I do want to get a message out. It's just this idea of being a celebrity. Um, so I'm going to write in the, in the notes here, get your priorities straight. Yeah. Know what you and want. The th- and the thing is the people who like the Erica Goldbergs, who just want to be like the celebrities who want to, it's all about chasing this dream of having lots of money and being on a um, newspaper and like going and eating bugs in the jungle or whatever it is you do. Um, <laughs> bugs in the jungle. Great. If that's your dream, go for it and pursue it hard, but that won't be any easier than anyone else, especially as a lot of people want to be doing it, but don't confuse that for the reason why you got into making music in the first place. You make music in- because you can't not make yeah. music. Yeah, and because you want to express yourself, and it's the best way you have of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, once you realise that, then that will immediately take away one of the weapons that the con men have against you. Yeah. That they, yeah. Are trying to, they, they are trying to exploit a dream. They are trying to exploit a shimmerer. And and if you know you did it because it's how you're going to express yourself and you just want to do it the right and you just want to get it the right way and get to be heard, then you are much better equipped to see through the bullshit. Good points. Very, very good points. So so you're sort of taking that out of the equation and it makes any sort of scam that might come across your table uh, less appealing. 
and not only that that and um, but you can you can um, be sure that the people who are actually famous who have actually made the deal and says yeah I am willing to trade that bit of privacy and that bit of um, as well in order to make lots of money being famous they will have made that business calculation and they will not have just or, or if they have put themselves in the hands of someone to get there and there are many well documented cases about that which we will get to then they will regret it later and they will not be making the same mistake twice. Okay, so what do you feel? So, okay, we got that straight. So let's talk about some things that, um, some of the needs that musicians have and, um, how, and uh, setting being, I desire to be famous aside. We just want to be heard. We just want mm. to, I'd like to have an audience. If I could make a couple of bucks, I'd be cool. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not like, you know, I know that I'm not going to be the next Miley Cyrus or Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not thinking about that even. That isn't even in my mind. I just want to kind of be able to get my music out there, maybe get some gigs, maybe get a little recognition of my niche so I can do more of what I, spend more time doing what I want to do and less time doing things I don't want to do. Um, so I think, um, what do you feel is the first or one of the top things that, that because of that, well, this so is um, being this famous aside, because it's just the you know, just the base. I want to, you know, yeah. you know, I want to be able to, I would like people to, you know, more people to download my Spotify. Yeah, well, this songs. is the, this is the other side of it as well that everyone gets to when they get going with this. And initially, because what we actually want is to be heard and to get a message out there and hopefully find the people in the world who feel the same way you do about things. That's what we really want. And that's actually pretty hard too. Um, like one of the things, and I've, and I've known this as well from both sides of it and we're fresh on the net when we have things submitted. And, um, and I see the artists who are exactly where we've all been at various points. And I feel for them, especially when you're starting out. I'll tell you exactly what it feels like and it's yelling into the wind. You're yelling your message out there. It's like, um, the, I mean, the police song, Message in a Bottle, basically sums this thing up with or without the ending where he gets all the bottles back at the end. But the whole time you're pouring out your heart and soul into the wind and it's all getting carried away and to be never seen or heard of again. And that's what it feels like a lot of the time. You're putting your, song, you're putting your songs out there to, to blogs, to radios. You'll get rejections. Most of the time you won't even get rejections. You'll just get ignored. That's what hurts more than rejection is being ignored. And that is more like the norm. So that, that's the, that's, that's one thing that um, some of these will do is like when they stop talking about, we will submit you to the blog so you don't have to put yourself through that. We'll do all that. And then it's all about attrition. But the truth of the matter is that, again, that word there, attrition, that's what it actually takes is longativity and just going for it and doing it and not taking over. What I said before, if not doing this is an option, then you're never right, going to get okay. there because right, there's right. so many people that for whom it isn't. Right. Okay, so 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 what we what we want to you mentioned something here, and um, website services get uh, th- there. There are people that will say, you know, we will submit your music for you mm. to this or that uh, because they have so called connections. Um, what do you think about that? Like, I mean, it, the, I could see where. Um, because there's a lot of people that I know personally that are in that business. I've had mm. them on my podcast. And that is one of the things that, that a, like a music publicist should do for you is to make sure that there are press releases 
that go out and that you get some uh, time on these blogs. I think that that is, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, I think that is a legitimate thing because nuts, they could, you spend your time writing music and everything. They should be spending their time cultivating relationships with podcasters, bloggers, YouTubers, etc. to say, hey, I have the, the you know, this, this new band, they're putting this thing out, check it out. Um, I'm on some lists where I get stuff emailed to me all the time for bands to, you know, talk about on my podcast or, or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily see, as long as it's not cost prohibitive to you and it's not taking away money that you could be using for something else and you have something to promote. Like if you're going to hire somebody to do something like this, make sure you're doing stuff all the time. Make sure you're releasing a song yeah. every month or every other month. Make sure you're playing some gigs. Make sure maybe, maybe you are, maybe you are doing your own media. Maybe you are, maybe you have an active YouTube channel or you have an active uh, uh, podcast or whatever. So, so because the bloggers are looking for content that's relevant that they can yeah. actually talk about. And, and 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 you and you're busy, and so I mean, having a kind, I mean, you could conceivably do this with a VA, you know, somebody from mm-hmm. that you hire, you know, from the Philippines or whatever. You'd have to guide their hand and let them know. Yeah. Whereas somebody always who keep them on a leash, right? Or somebody yeah. who has, um, you know, some more experience and knows how to talk to these people. So you know, there's just the different ways of doing it. I don't necessarily see this wrong. What I where where I would be where of people that are like a blogs that want to charge you to mm-hmm. be featured on their blog or on their podcast. I think that you need to be kind of like le- leery about that because anybody in this, if you're in this industry and for any amount of time, Carrie, you know this, like, yes, it's great to get that right up on a blog, but that isn't going to be like a career making thing. Mm. I mean, there are bands that get written up in the New York Times, that get written up in Rolling Stone, then Billboard, that you never hear of again. I mean, it's like, um, that's like not, so I would say, you know, be very, very, very weary, or I would discourage you from paying for something like that. But a, pub, a good publicist, somebody who really can, who has relationships with blogs, who can save you the time and has the, all the stuff together. They know how to talk to these people and it's give you a little better chance of getting in there in a timely fashion. And you are creating the content that they like, that they're, that they're looking for to talk about on their blog or podcast. I think that that can be a good relationship. Just, it has, but don't, overpay for stuff like that yeah. either you have to watch and the other thing is what these people are providing for you is openings and opportunities it's not just like forming out farming all the efforts out to them while you do nothing you've still got to show up when you're at when it's needed and if you don't show up when it's needed and you're putting all your faith in them to do it what they're going to end up with is a very generic uh, at best you're going to end up with a very bland and generic campaign on their part which isn't going to impress the people you want to anyway so you personally still need to be the end point you still need to be the person that's going to show up and do it there was um um the movie that i keep them quoting kill your friends um it's a black comedy about an a&r man in the 90s but one of the lines in that um he starts off saying so you're talented then um we'll go and work in a music shop with all the other talented people. It says, do you think Bono and Jerry, this is why it's the 90s, Bono and Jerry Jerry Halliwell, do you think they're talented? They're not, but they're ambitious. Hmm. They will walk through fire to go to a crappy radio spot in the arse end of nowhere at six in the morning, and that's what you want. 
And um, so what you'll end up is a publicist may be able to open those doors and they might be able to get you talking to the right people. You will still need to show up and actually deliver the goods. And and do not be deceived when you a good publicist will make you work. Mm. He or she will be like, okay, you got this. You have this interview at ten o'clock. You have this interview at at eleven o'clock. Uh, you've got to be here for this signing at this time. We need, I need you at this promotion or at, or at this uh, radio mm. station or whatever at this time. And they will put your ass to work. It's not that. That's what a real, that's what a good publicist will do. I I was working with somebody a few years ago, and she's like, be. She says, I don't care what you're going got going on all day long at your job. If I call you and say that you know this radio station is willing to do like ten minutes with you, you stop whatever you're doing and you get on the freaking phone. That's how it's going to work. And if you're not yeah. willing to do that, I can't work with you. Because she's these media people, they got a, they got five minutes to do something. They're looking for something, you know. They need something to fill up five ten minutes. Boom, you're it. You just you don't get another chance. So and it's and, and I've seen this over and over to people people that I've chased to be on my podcast. I lost people because I had to work with their schedule. These people were more way more famous than me, and it was actually more my benefit to have them on than for their benefit to be on my show. And I lost them because I I wasn't willing to make make a little sacrifice in my schedule mm. to uh to hook up with them so you know it goes either way but you know anytime you're trying to work with somebody who's gonna like that radio station that you feel like oh we're playing a show there next week and this is the big rock station and this would actually be i mean i can't, won't guarantee there'll be a million people there but it is a good opportunity to, to get a little free press out there oh crap i'm I'm working my job at the restaurant that day. Uh, yeah, you're going to tell your boss you can dock my pay because I've got to yeah. do this for this is important. Uh, so that is that's the you know that's the kind of thing a good publicist that's what he or she will be t- will be talking to you about. The, a good publicist will not be like, don't worry about it. I'm going to make you famous, honey. You know, just you know, mm. you just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm just going to no, no, it's not. It's like one of the things that really annoyed me about that movie yesterday the uh, <laughs> the the portrayal of the the woman who was like the publicist and everything. Thing with this sort of like you know you just you know we'll just take care it doesn't it's not real world that's that's not how that how that works uh, you have to put out stuff and if you are working with these different internet publicists and I actually know some if you guys want to email me personally there's some people I believe are totally legit I could connect you with um, they are going to you know. They're gonna. It's gonna be like, what level of service do you want? What do you want to pay? It's not free, but they can get you on because they've got the relationships. And what happens with some of the bigger blogs and bigger podcasts and whatnot? They don't have time to go chase artists. They don't have you know. So you you getting somebody feeding you this content, so you don't got to think. You know what I mean? You don't know how to talk to these people. They don't know you from Adam, but they know Sarah from X Y Z publishing and she always brings the best artists mm. okay so so there is a time and a place for that but you got to be willing to work um so, go ahead that, that raises a question though how do you make sure that sarah is the person that you need to be working with she has all those connections she's gonna get your put your butt to work and she's going to get you on xyz podcast she's going to keep promoting you and pushing you into different things that are going to get you the exposure that you need. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of good publicists out there and a lot of good web designers and so forth, but there also are a lot that um, they're just looking to make a paycheck. You know what I mean? They're look, they're looking to make a living 
and or they're just starting out. I could tell you how I vet people. I ask my friends who are also musicians who they use, and everybody knows the people that are no good. They because they've all made made mistakes, and I have two and hire them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know somebody right off the top of my head who is very kind of like she's good with certain things and not good with other things. I had to like mixed results. Uh, that's why I'm telling people I don't want to name people's names. If you're thinking about working with somebody, contact me. Um, ask other musicians if somebody that does websites, go look at the website. Go look at so, so let's talk about that. Okay, internet marketing. All right, we're in, in Joe and I are both in internet marketing. Carrie is too, and um, you know there's a lot of promises made out yeah. there as seen on TV. Well, the thing as is, though, featured that's... in the New York Times. You know, you see all that stuff. You know what I mean? All yeah. kind of hyperbole. Um, but what I what I do is, if it's a band that I like and I love the way their site looks, who designed your site? Yeah, that's well, what this is, I that's want. That's the thing. This is this is one industry where you can check on anyone's credentials right away. Yeah. Um, if anyone's got a track record of what they've been doing in this industry, you can get on Google and you can see what they've done. Um, if they say they've done this this sort of thing um, at this point, you can look at the website. You probably have to go a few pages into Google if they've been filling up the, the um, SEOs that way. But you do. So you go beyond that and you'll find out what's actually been happening. You'll see their work. Sometimes you might use the Wayback Machine to make sure things happened when they said it happened. That's um, like our guy in the UK, Dominic Cummings, got caught out by that recently um, because he'd, 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 he'd said that he'd um, predicted coronavirus a year before he did and, and um, back-edited his blog to show that. So someone went on the Wayback Machine and found out he'd made the edit. So there's always ways to um, check things. There's always ways to check people have done what they've said they've done. So just look at their resume, go through, check it out, look at their previous work. If they say they've worked with somebody, then just go back and see. If they're bullshitting, then it will come apart with a little Google foo. Yeah, a little bit of Google. And I I personally like asking because when you ask some, here's asking other artists serves two purposes. Okay, this is a kind of like secondary benefit, force multiplier, if you will. You ask another artist, you approach another artist whose site looks great and they've got a good following, and say, "Hey, I see what you, I see you have. Who's your, who did this website for you? Um, because I'm looking to get a website. So what you're doing now is you're starting a conversation, and you're creating a relationship now with another artist. So I, and and for a legitimate reason, you're not asking them for any favors you just want to know who did their who did their website and if they're happy with it they should be like oh john over at uh abc and he does such make sure and tell him that we sent you because he does such a great job um so now you've found out you found a good web designer in for for the type of website in your niche and you have now opened a conversation with another artist who now knows you because you came and asked a totally legitimate question and you didn't bug them for you know favors or whatever you just wanted to know who, who designed their website okay so then maybe you want to know who their publicist is because if they're doing good maybe you want to check that out too maybe you want to i mean maybe they do everything on their own maybe just maybe um you know John in the band is an awesome photographer. Mike is a great web designer. Uh, Joe is the guy who can write the awesome copy. So maybe you say, hey, guys, you know, you're a band and everything, but would you like to make a couple of extra bucks? Because I'm really struggling with this web stuff, and I'd be happy to pay Mike, Joe, John, 
each one of you guys to, you know, to, to do this, do this on my website. Okay. So sometimes, you know, you know, a lot of musicians don't think that way that they could, but I mean, and you may end up because they're musicians and they're not like professional web designers or whatever, but they do a good job. You might be able to get a lot of this stuff done the way you want it without a lot of handholding because mm-hmm. they already know your niche and they've already done it for themselves at a, like a, at, at a much easier cost. So there yeah. are, there's, so talking to people is, it's a lost art. <laughs> yeah. Well, you used me that way before you got Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Joe is a professional at stuff that I just did from doing it for myself. Yeah, and and I wanted to talk. The next thing I wanted this brings me up to something else I want to get to some point in the conversation is producers because Carrie, you're a very good producer and you produced a song for me, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but that was just conversation and he did, mm-hmm. and he and 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 he did, he did a good job. So sometimes just talking to other musicians. You know, because there's tons of groups, there's Facebook groups, you know, all over the place, you know, for musicians. Start talking, find out who produced, who produced that. Oh, my God, who produced that CD for you? That sounds so good. Oh, that was, you know, or my drummer does all that stuff. I don't know how he does it. You want to talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here's the drummer. He doesn't really not really thinking that he's a producer, but he does a good job at it. He'd be happy to make a couple of extra bucks uh, to to uh, to mix to mix your record for you. Um, so get in there, start talking to people. This is one of the best things you can absolutely do to find out where you're going to find legitimate help and where you're going to find um, somebody who, um, you know, the other thing is uh, always work within your the thing about publicists real quick before I, we move on and, and web services and people that, you know, tr- are trying to connect you or whatever, make sure they are in your niche. Okay. Because one of the things I ran into with somebody else that I tried to work with was she listened to my music and was like, well, you know, I can't help you. Nobody's interested in this kind of music. So I knew right then she didn't know what she was talking about um, because a lot of people were interested in that. But what she was really saying was, I'm not interested in that kind of music. That's not the kind of music I handle. You're not the kind of artist that I can work with. Okay. But there are people who can work with you. So don't get too discouraged or whatever if that happens as well. But don't try to fit a, uh, a square peg into a round hole. You know, if they are, if most of their music, if most of what they uh, promote is EDM and you're a country artist, you know, find somebody who's good at country. You know, mm-hmm. it might be some kid working out of his bedroom who's just like ferocious. He's on the I'm net. Not- and he's making building relationships. He may mm-hmm. not have some big name behind it, but he can get, he can help you. Um, yeah. So unless you're trying to cross over. And if you are trying to cross over, you'll be looking for somebody who is also looking for the same thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you you are looking for a specialist, not a master of all, tra- not a not a master of all trades or jack of all trades. Um, a couple of things I want to uh, mention um, in terms of website services and things like this. Um, be careful of anybody who says they're going to design a you know put you know design the, your website or do something to their website and you're and somehow that's going to make you famous. Your website is kind of like an online business card. You know, for, you know, it's a kind of like this is where your brand lives mm-hmm. on the Internet. So anybody's telling you that is probably just totally BSing you. That's just not Joe's been doing Internet yeah. uh, uh, marketing for many, many years. And, you know, Joe, right. You don't just put up it's a website very, yeah. and become famous tomorrow. <laughs> it's very unpopular that in a lot of my meetings, I'll literally say, hey, we're going to build you 
a, a funnel or a website. We're going to start running traffic to it, get you the most unique message possible. But we've got to watch the metrics, make sure we watch the marketing and, you know, edit things and adapt things over time because there's no promise what's going to happen as we start running this, as we mm -hmm. start running traffic to it. People want to see like, hey, I'm going to get you 10,000 people to come into the first page. On the second page, you're going to have 500 of those people who buy. And, you know, I'm charging you this much. You're going to make this much each, each month. Well, I can try to depict something like that. But the reality is that I can't promise that ever. And nobody should. And if somebody's making you some kind of like promise, it's a scam. It, it just, it, it yeah. just absolutely is. Just don't even, don't even go there. And the sweeter the elixir, the the more <laughs> likely that, you know, they're, they're trying to just, they're just trying to make you buy and they may not be completely there for you. Um, uh, yeah. The biggest thing that like, if I work with someone and I don't know the niche, you know, I'll deep dive into their, into their niche and I'll make sure that I spend a lot of time with them. I spend a lot of time reading about that niche. I spend a lot, you know, I get into that niche and make sure that I can get them the best campaign possible. You also want someone who keeps the communication open with you. Like if, if they're a big company and they're already niched down, they still should have a representative or someone to talk to you on a regular basis. And if you do your web research and you see that they, you know, there's a lot of people saying, hey, they threw something up real quick, then that's a canned solution. And it could get you some results depending on yeah. your niche. But most likely, if it's a creative niche, it's not. It's you don't want a template monster. What's that? You don't want a template monster. Right. Not for something that you're in a creative industry like a yeah. musician. Uh, absolutely. So. So just ask a lot of questions. We're not telling you that people that design websites for bands are like all scammers. And some of them may not even be intentionally trying to scam you. You could be going in with a preconception that is not right. <laughs> so, uh, and, 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 you know, there was a time maybe in 1994 where like if you put up a website, you know, you were going to, you definitely going to get a lot of traffic to it because there was only like a hundred websites. You know, but now, you know, the World Wide Web is, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's ginormous. There's no, you know, so um, which brings me to the next thing are our, our, our musician services that plant that that promise to connect you with the right person. There's websites that do that as opposed to like a, a publicist. I'm very leery of stuff like that. Um, so just just watch, um, you know, I, I would say no. You know, anybody who's telling you they're, they're going to get you discovered. There's a lot mm -hmm. of people um, this and, and there's been some uh, st uh, news stories about this folks that were, uh, you know, ex big wigs in the industry, <laughs> you know, that think you know, and first of yeah, all, focus it, on the X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, they may tell you that they worked, you know, they were Clive Davis's assistant or, or whatever. Um, the industry, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, is a, is a moving the the whole industry is a moving target. So what the what a lot of these old timers are bringing to the table is just not relevant. It does not work that way. Ten years later, it's just not it's just not working that way at all. Um, so you so that isn't gonna isn't gonna work for you. It, it, the, those type of guys typically can't help you. Now there are legitimate guys 
that can do certain things for you. And the guys that are le- really legitimate at this, A, probably aren't really like advertising. You're going to run across them as like through a referral type situation. They probably have so many people bugging them for help that they either have to charge a lot of money or they turn a lot of people away. We'll only work with certain people. Um, and they will be very honest up front about you with what they can do and what they can. And I'm going to give an example from my own career of somebody that I met who is a genuine badass. Um, and we had a really good conversation, a couple of really good conversations. And um, the guy, some of you may know him. His name is Mitch Malloy. Uh, he's a fa- very successful Nashville guy. Uh, Mitch's resume includes Van Halen. So there's really nothing else to be said past that. Mm-hmm. Um, but M- Mitch is a, uh, a lot of people want, because he's a really good rock producer, a lot of people want... To the, him to produce their record and they want that stamp on there produced by Mitchell Mitch Malloy because that will that might get a couple of website a couple blogs to kind of like oh I want to check it out maybe maybe not maybe you know I, I you know there are some people that are impressed by stuff like that but in any case if you want the Mitch Malloy touch he, he was very honest with me he's like mm-hmm. well, he says, I have to charge a lot of money just because I got people breathing down my neck and I really have to vet people and I don't want to produce anybody who like they you know maybe they've got all the money in the world but they're they they're shit their music's terrible <laughs> you know and they're gonna make me look stupid he's I can't do that either and he very he's very open about what he can and cannot do what he will and will not do he's you know he does not he's straight up front I don't promise any success with your with your record I'll produce it it will sound amazing I that I will tell you is it going to, you know, get on the billboard charts? Are you going, you know, uh, no. Is it going to top of Spotify? I don't know. That rest, I, that's not my purview. That or my, uh, That's not my area of expertise. I can help you make great music. And I can help you write the songs, stuff like that. Um, so uh, that's an example of somebody who's completely 100% legit and the type of conversation you will have with somebody like that. Generally, generally you'll be seeking them out. And not the mm. other way around. They won't be like running those kind of as seen on TV or as featured in yeah. Billboard magazine. They won't. They won't be having to do stuff like that. If you that that is, in my opinion, is like, I know uh, uh, Joe and I both know somebody who's in marketing, and that is one of her big things that she likes those kind of things all over the website. But I I think a lot of people are really kind of wise to that. Uh, so I don't necessarily I see that, and I'm kind of like yawn. Um, uh, I but, skip right over that section. There's no point in it. I, I, yeah. Like, and so many people put as seen on TV, ABC, NBC, blah 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 blah, and there's no <laughs> credentials behind it. Like, if you want to show um, the fact that you've been on those things and you have a video of you being on those things, and the content is, you know, um, good for your audience. Like, if if I if you if you're playing on. Um, I don't know that Oprah Winfrey does this, but I'm trying to think of the late night show and you get to do a concert on the late night show. Yeah. Put that stuff on your website. You don't have to say as seen on TV. You show that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But if you're just going to put a bunch of logos, just don't do it. It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I think. As seen on Roku. (laughs) As seen on Roku. Um, so, the, the, so be careful when you're, I mean, we're just giving you guys some warning signs to look for, but there, that doesn't mean that everything is a scam. Like I don't want mm. people to walk away from this and say, well, there's nobody legitimate that can, that can help me. That's not true. There are legitimate mm. services out there, you know, and here's the way I looked at it. And I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I, for, I will just tell you my experience. I have a virtual assistant. Okay. Um, I, he does, you know, 
compare because he's from a a, a place in the world where the econ- economics are different and the exchange is very good. I don't have to pay him a lot of money, and he still makes a good living. But there's a lot of hand holding, a lot. And I don't do. I would probably be getting a way better result with him if I could be a little bit more Johnny on the spot with him. Um, but he's a he's he's very very good. If I you know, but somebody like that, somebody like on Fiverr or whatever, is you know you have to, you have to vet 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 ask a lot of questions, um, and and then decide. Okay, somebody for five dollars an hour may be so excited to get the job with you and do anything you want but do you know <laughs> do you know what but, to tell them to do and can you write out the and joe's had this express uh, this experience with people from the philippines you've got to you spend a lot of time writing things out very 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 specifically going back and forth to, to you get it right but they will do it but mm. you, they just have to really be trained on it you could pay more and get somebody who has experience like joe uh, and can do stuff. Uh, you're gonna, but you're gonna pay for that because Joe isn't just bringing the hours that he's going to spend with you know on your project. He's bringing all the knowledge and like like you said, and I could t- give you a testimony testimonial to Joe right now is that he actually does that. He spent I think we spent like the first three months or so him just he and I just talking and him r- taking other music business courses and learning what this whole niche was about. Mm-hmm. Probably knows way more about the music business now than he probably ever thought he would ever in his entire I life. I wish I had a musical bone in my body at this point. <laughs> I sure would know how to, you know, market myself. It, it, probably, it probably helps so you don't actually though. Because it, you have that you have that stage of you have that stage of separation. Whereas so, like Someone, someone likes me. I can never be totally mercenary in the way I need to be because this is how I express myself, and that's always going to come first. And if it comes down to selling out and expressing myself, I'm going to choose expressing myself. I do want to say something that Lou just said there, though. So there's two levels of separation when you're trying to get people to give you or help you with services, whether they're promotions, especially in websites and marketing, or whatever the service they're giving you. Okay, so you're going to hire someone to to do a service for you because you don't know how to do it. But if if there's someone that when you get on the call, um, you're able to talk to them and they're open with you and you seem like they're you're going to get along. They're not just like used car salesmen pushing you for the sale. Um, You can learn a lot from them during the process of paying for the services that you don't know how to do because they're going to be doing it. And you're going to see what they're doing. And then you're going to see it and go, okay, I'm getting some results here. I'm getting this much more exposure. I'm getting this much more sales. I'm getting this many more gigs. This is how they're doing this. Um, you know, now let me see if a portion of this, if I can figure out how to do that myself, just in case the money or whatever that is doesn't play out. Um, or if you want to change their focus, you know, they may have other things they could do for you as well. And then you look at it, you figure out how to do little pieces of it. And then down the road, you're like, okay, well, some of this stuff, like listing on Spotify, listing on different networks or doing a few social media posts or whatever the case may be, you're like, Hey, I can, if I write the content, I create the creatives. I can have a VA now do this. And then you can document that out. Like I'm not telling, whenever you get a VA guys, (laughs) like Lou said, 
it's not like take this off my table and give this to this person. I'm going to save a ton of time. That's <laughs> not how it works. At first, you're actually spending triple the time <laughs> documenting and double checking the VA. But over time, if you get a good one that you're working with, then they will learn and they'll be able to work with you and do those things for you. And then all that does is free you as a musician up a little bit. It frees your marketing guy up a little bit to do a little bit more. And a lot of like me, myself, I actually do get VAs when it's time to do some of those things. Once we have a process put in place and I don't, I don't let the musician or my clients worry about those things unless they already have something like that in place. I, I want to, uh, add something or kind of emphasize something that I think you were talk you were talking about there and you can a little knowledge can go a long way with with all of this it isn't just so much about vetting people as as what that's part of it the other half of it is if you can read a few books take a couple of classes uh, even just immerse yourself in the YouTube area of learning about direct response marketing and internet marketing, getting a handle on that, you're going to be able, well, even if you don't do ever do any of it yourself, you're going to be better armed going out there to hire somebody. Cause you're going to know mm. if somebody starts talking a certain way, you're going to be like, ah, no, 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 no. This guy don't know what he's doing. Uh, or yes, that's the kind of guy I need that he knows exactly, or she, whatever. That's the kind of person. This person knows exactly you know what what's going on and and how to do stuff. <clears throat> so I, you know, just listening to this podcast, you're gonna, you know, you've probably already learned a lot more than 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 you did before. So having some knowledge of how to do some of this stuff yourself, even if you plan on bringing in VAs to do stuff, or even working with somebody who's, uh, you know, an an expert in the field. This will get, and plus, it, I think that Joe and I, one of the reasons why we work well together is because I have such an extensive marketing uh, education, is that we can have an intelligent conversation, right, Joe? I'm not like asking, I know I ask some dumb questions, I'm sure I do, but I'm not asking the same kind of questions, or I'm not like kind of holding the process back by like, you know, you know, because I, just for the fact that I do have some uh, knowledge on this, I think we can kind of move forward a little faster, is what I'm, is what I'm, I'm trying to say. So learn. Won't hurt you to learn. That's why, like, you know, anyone who's trying to sell you a course or trying to be your coach or give you services, that's why we actually teach. We use social media to get awareness, but we're giving you information. We're teaching you because if we teach you what you need, you're most likely to come to us and say, okay, I, I get what I need, but I don't want to do it or yeah. I don't need to do it fully. Um, I need you to lead me. And so that's why we teach and that's why, you know, you do need to know the full, the full uh, visual of what a music business is. Cause yes, you need a product, you need good music and you need good um, stage presence and all those things, but you also need to make sure that people are seeing you. And there's a level of that that you actually have to do yourself upfront because we, I, even me as a marketer, I can't be you. You know right. what I mean? I tell my coaches this all the time. I, I'm not you. I can't be you. It's going to take time for me to learn to be you. Um, the more that you come out and help me with things like videos and little pieces of copy here and there, the more your marketing is going to represent who you are, what you do. Um, I, let's switch gears 
and talk about some of the main ones. I'm going to throw some out there to the room. And mm-hmm. Carrie, Joe, however you want to chime in. Okay. Um, website services that promise to get you gigs. Website. Are they charging you? Yes. You're paying money <laughs> to get gigs. What gigs? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Just gigs. Don't worry about but it, Gary. I, I, You're gonna get. I'm gonna get you a gig. Don't I mean, like, what it. is this? Someone's yeah, bar mitzvah? Is it? <laughs> I want to make that point right there. I wouldn't hire you right there <laughs> because I asked a question, and you should always ask questions. And if you can't ask a question to a person directly, do the research online. And then Carrie asked a question, and Lou's like, "Hey, I'll just get you gigs. What's wrong with you? I just want to get you." Well, <laughs> if you can't explain to me what your process is and why I should believe in you then I don't believe you believe in yourself and I'm not hiring you. Mm. I mean, like gigs, I mean, I could say like, I could, I could do a gig right now. Well, bad example because we're still in lockdown, but if we weren't in lockdown, I could get a gig just by taking my instruments out onto the street and playing outside the town hall. Well, I'm talking about a gig like you yeah. know, at a club or whatever, you know, something like that. Um, you know, I mean, cause there's websites to do this and I have been on them. Uh, you sign up, and they're gonna they'll book you in this place, and this place, and that place for a fee. Mm. Um, so pay for play, then. Yeah, so that's what it is. That's what I was trying to get you to say. <laughs> I was trying right. to tease it out. I pay have, to play. I, I, <laughs> I have done in my life. I have done exactly one pay for play gig, and it was instructive. And I was very cross about the guy whose band it was who booked that gig. And he thought at the time that 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 he had to do this in order to get into a city he wanted to play in. Um, and I sort of get it because it was uh, it was Manchester, and Manchester was a big was still had a big reputation at the time. And he felt this was the only way to get a gig in Manchester, which he felt was important. And what happened was all the bands on the bill. It wasn't even about selling tickets. It was he paid the promoter up front. All the bands paid the promoter up front, and then um, they showed up. And that course, well, why does the promoter then need to promote the show? He doesn't. He's got his money. It doesn't matter if the show is a dog after that because he's got his money. It's up to the bands. I don't think he even turned up on the night. Um, The venue itself, um, you know the expression toilet circuit for the little dives (laughs) that you play on the way? Well, this one was literal. There was actual piss running down the walls. Oh, great. It was that bad. (laughs) And all the bands in there, it was like, they all had to bring their own audiences, but they're all at at each other's um, throats of it anyway. And it was the single most miserable gig I'd ever played. We got nothing from it. Um, which I could have told him beforehand. And yeah, and because and because the promoter had already made his money from the bands, there was no need for him to advertise. There was no need for him to put posters up, do anything, because he'd already been paid. And um, that is the case with a lot of pay-for-play in general, that um, maybe it's an opportunity, maybe you can do something with it. But honestly, the amount of effort you will put into making something out of that pay-for-play gig, put that same put that same effort, effort into something you will actually get paid fairly for. Because the other thing is, when you pay for play, you have just um, you have just contributed to your reputation as a mug. Same same as um, same as if you sort of do things. There are times you will do things for free because you get something else out of it. You will get some experience that you wouldn't have had otherwise. You will be getting. Um, you will. It will be a lot of the things I do. I do quite a few things voluntarily, but it's because it um, advances me in skills that I don't otherwise. You'd be better have. off to just play for free than to pay to play. Do some volunteer exactly, work. Yeah. You know, organize something around a charity and don't take any money and give the money to the charity. You way better to do that. Uh, I. 
have a pay-to-play horror story as well. Um, mm. I thought uh, I I was contacted by somebody. This was many years ago uh, to do a do a situation where you had to sell t- sell. It's selling tickets is the same thing as pay-to-play uh, because mm. if you don't sell the tickets, you have to pay for the tickets. Mm-hmm. So. The guy was like, okay, you know, you set to sell these tickets, blah, blah, blah. So I bought the tickets and sold them to myself because I thought worst case scenario break will break even. It was a, um, you know, it was a cool, it was a cool club. We hadn't been in there before. This guy it told me I fell for the, the, the thing that he booked it exclusively or whatever. But I just thought it would be cool. Some of the cool bands playing it wanted to be on the bill. And I'm like, worst thing that happened, will break even. And the fucker, and I'm sorry to swear, but he was a fucker. <laughs> Uh, I I wanted. I'm like I I I sold the tickets. Where's my money? Oh yeah, well those people didn't come to the concert. I'm like that wasn't the deal. You said to sell the tickets. I sold the damn tickets. And oh man, so I told him I says, and I don't remember. This was so long as ten years ago. I told him I said I I says I says I know your name. I said I know the name of your business, and I'm going right now all over social media and telling everybody was camping. I said a lot of people know me. I said I have a podcast. A lot of people know me in this industry. I said I'm connected with the uh, Pittsburgh Food Bank. I I I I, uh, I name dropped a lot of people I knew. The Pittsburgh Passion. A lot of people like that had supported me. Click vodka, and I said I'm telling everybody that you're a complete ripoff, and uh, I you know, and I did. And I'll never know what happened to this guy. I never got any more emails or whatever. But, mm. you know, so you, even when you try to do something with it, you still can't do anything with it. Um, there was a club here in Pittsburgh that did uh, the Rock Express Night. And all the bands had to pay $100 to play. And you could make mm-hmm. it up if you sold enough tickets to cover the $100. And the tickets were 5 bucks a piece. So 20 people. Yeah. It was, you know... What was the capacity of the venue? It was big. This was like this was a showcase club that they would run these things when they couldn't get like a you know like a bigger name act in. So they had like holes in the schedule. So they would run these Rock Express, and we did it. I was uh, you're way smarter than me, Carrie, because I did it like a bunch of times. Although it wasn't my at that point, it wasn't my band. Um, but we did that a whole bunch of times, um, and it, you just got the prestige of playing graffiti. You know, you kind of like it was a place that everybody wanted to play. So oh, we got to play graffiti and it kind of looked good. on It looked good on your resume. It looked good on your schedule until people started to realize it was a rock express and the bands were just paying to play. Then everybody, no, nobody, you know, it, it died. Um, and that place eventually went out of business. Um, so don't pay to play. Um, along with pay to play, I want to talk about licensing services. <clears throat> And these are people that will promise to get your music in television commercials, on video games. Video game is a big uh, market for um, for musicians. You can get music licensed to video games. You can get paid good money as well. Um, movies, commercials, television shows, etc. And there's so much video being produced. There's actually a, a, a big market for uh, for musicians. Don't buy any of these services. Music X-ray, taxi. Don't buy any of that. Don't pay for any of that stuff. I was, um, I was toying around with taxi, um, um, but again, about ten years ago, I did not pay for them. <clears throat> I did not buy in, but I f- was intensely follow- getting all their emails and following their blogs and asking a lot of questions. And what it turned out, what what giant red flag with taxi is this? Um, and I, I just was scratching my head. Uh, people were complaining because. You would submit to a get. You would submit your music for a project, and you would get a letter back saying you submitted to the wrong project. Well, wait a minute. What am I paying three hundred dollars for? The three hundred dollars a year that I'm paying should be for to ensure that there are smart people that will go. 
oh, Lou, no, that's not the right project for you. You need to go over to this project and we'll put you over here to match you with the right thing. And I, after a while, and nobody could answer my question. And so I was like, no, I, I'm, I, I'm not doing this. And um, I posted a, uh, in the show notes, I posted a link to a YouTube video. Then I was shocked that the guy had the exact same question about taxi I did. I was like, I was like, yeah, that never made any sense to me. That's why I didn't do it. I was like, I'm going to pay you $300 and you're going to like submit me to the wrong gig. And then you'd be like, oh, sorry. You mm-hmm. it was the wrong gig for you. You should have known. Naughty on yeah. you. Uh-uh. Or they'll just, or they just put your stuff on a big old um, catalog disc, so it gets sent to wherever it is, along with thousands of others, and it just goes in the bin. That's that's not how music licensing works, and I'm not going to get. I mean, that's not that's not a good um, way to get your music license. And we can do a show on getting your music licensed, but I don't want to get into that. Just that's don't. another day. That's another. That's a really. That's a. It's a very cool thing. It's something we haven't really uh, explored. It's something I would like to explore. I have some friends that have been pretty successful with that too. <clears throat> uh, we can have them on, but uh, yeah. Any again? As, uh, don't you agree, Kara? It's a kind of pay to play situation too. Hell yeah, yeah, it is. Um, um, producers. I think- that, Producers that claim that they're going to make you famous. Carrie, you told me you were going well, to make me famous. Well, What's that's, that's the old shimmer. No, what I told you was going to get get off your ass and produce some more music, which you did. So mission accomplished there. Because <laughs> like at the time, the time I did that track with you, you wanted to be known as musician, but you haven't released anything new in years. So that's why I did that. You did you. a great job. And, <laughs> uh, and and it sounds good. And the, the, here's what I would tell you about that. And Carrie, you can chime on this. Um, it, produ- being a producer is, is, very, is being a musician, in my opinion, because... Mm. Most producers have their sound, just like most vocalists have their sound. Most guitar players have their sound. And so I would tell you the best way to find a producer is, again, go listen to music that you like and say, who produced it? Mm. (laughs) And ask. Ask them who produced this. This is cool. Or very often it's on there. It's on if you if you if you're old school and you have physical product or you can look at it very often it's on the mm-hmm. website or whatever. Say Joe Smith produced this. Okay, I love the way this record sounds. I'm in the same niche. I'll call Joe Smith. I'll find him on social media or look him up or find his website, yeah. and I will hire Joe Smith. And that is how to do it. You know, people that are approaching you and they're like, and there's a lot of people on Fiverr. Some of them are legit. Fiverr is like a real weird place. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are legit. Some of them aren't, but always that's the thing is if it's if they already making music that's, that sounds the way you want your music to sound or works for your style, then you're like, that's 90% of the battle. Then the rest of it is kind of yeah. trying to figure out how much. You I mean, pay. I mean, this is another one we could do. We could do a whole show just on choosing a producer because that's such a big thing. And the, and the little, and the, and the final points of that, how they, how will they will approach the drums? Yeah, how they were, how they like to work, whether they like to um, emphasize it, like recording a live um, band in a studio, or whether they want to take it apart and do it in tracks and super takes. Everyone has different ways of working, and how flexible they're going to be to and when you want to do something else. Is it going to be somebody who's going to take your wonderful, um, unique drum sound and then turn it all into triggers to put through slate drums? Yeah, nothing um, wrong with that. But yeah, Glenn, Glenn over at Spectre Sound just did a video yeah. on, on on that you know band that did a natural drum thing, and then it was somebody famous. I forget who it was, and uh, you know they, they had changed everything around and used um, sampled drums. <clears throat> but it, but those are all questions to ask. But that's really what a producer does, guys. That mm. per, that person will come in and work with your. Some of them will make songwriting and arranging suggestions and things like that. And you're that's what you're paying for is that to help you make the music 
sound and be the absolute best it can. Um, not because the guy has connections. You, a good producer who's really working as a producer don't have time for that. That's not what he does or she does. That's not what they do. They are there to help you make your music sound just freaking amazing. That mm. that is what you're looking for when it comes to a producer. Somebody that approaches you and you know hands you their card after your gig and says, "Man, I'm gonna you know I'm a producer and I'm you know I'm gonna get you here and here and I'm gonna make you famous and stuff like that." You take that business card and you just throw that in the garbage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the wannabe Simon Cows. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do some detective work. Ask your friends. Um, the other thing is managers. The only music managers, uh, music uh, managers I've known, have had. I gotta be honest with you, it's a shitty job. <laughs> it's really hard, and they've. These are people with insane patience because musicians. Because of musicians, we just leave it at that. <laughs> we are dicks. We're open about it. We are musicians because we are dicks. <laughs> and you know, musicians come with all kind of baggage. And so, a real manager is really somebody who's taking on the responsibility of trying to kind of like help you and help you make some good business decisions and things like that. Again, somebody who approaches you as a manager, hands you their card and says that they're going to make you famous. This is somebody who's, who's got some plan in their head of how they're going to scam you. All right. Somebody, usually somebody who's a manager, the best ones are somebody that knows the band, loves the band, and you kind of bring them in like, hey, we need some help. You know, we're going to these shows. We're terrible at getting the, we're paying too much for hotel rooms. You know, somebody who can kind of like help organize that, that sort of thing for you. Be, maybe be a little bit of a liaison with some business people and stuff like that here. But it's got to be somebody you know, like, and trust immensely. Somebody's like, really, you really, really, I mean, you don't have to like them. Manager's kind of like the parent sometimes of the band. I've seen this happen many times. You know, no, you cannot have a party <laughs> the <laughs> night before the tour because you'll be crap tomorrow and you won't be able to sing. No. <laughs> I'm confiscating all the alcohol. I've heard, I've been there. I've seen it. That's a manager. That was um, that was something that was in, in Stan Lee's autobiography. <laughs> and he's saying when uh, Marvel was growing up, it sort of felt like uh, the room where he and Stan Kirby and everyone was working and making the comics, They were like, that was like the kids' room. And then on the other side were the grown-ups who did the actual marketing. And if they weren't there, then no one would ever have heard of Marvel Comics. <laughs> You have to have, and that's the kind of function I see as, as a manager. Mm-hmm. So people like, you know, you can, and I, I've been, this has happened so many times. Carrie, I'm sure this has happened to you too. Mm-hmm. You know, you play a gig, it's going pretty well. And there's some slick person that comes up to you with their card and says, Hey, you know, you need to call me. Cause I mean, you guys have the sound and I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to do that and everything. Mm-hmm. And if they got to be laying that kind of like rap on you, then mm-hmm. there's probably not somebody, uh, uh, and it's the same way with engineers. I've had I've been approached by, oh, you need to come to my studio, et cetera. Again, listen to other stuff they've done. And if it sounds good, maybe you do need to go to their studio. You know, if it sounds good, they can you know, you can you can swing it financially. Maybe that's what you need to do. But the proof uh is in the pudding, not not in somebody's, you know, bragging or saying that they're gonna again, manage uh engineers, producers, people like that should not be making any kind of claims about your uh, success as a business. Only success the engineer should be able to say is like, You guys can have a really great experience here in my studio, you know, we're gonna get really good sound and you know, 
after that, the rest is kind yeah. of up to you. We will do this one specific thing for <clears throat> yeah. you because that's what we do. And, and the I rest think, is I, the rest is up to you. I think this comes down to something else that I've, I've noticed in this in this business. Maybe you guys can comment on this. Is and I think this, Joe. I think this is true. In I've seen this in my brick and mortar business too. Um, we have niches even within niches. You know, um, like for instance, in my auto repair business, you know. There are, you know, welding is a separate thing, is kind of a separate thing. You know, we do, we do body work, but rust repair and restoration are two completely separate things. You need people that know how to do those things specifically in order to get them accomplished properly. So somebody who's coming at you and saying, I'm an engineer, I'm a manager, I'm a producer, um, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a marketer, I I do everything, uh, probably doesn't do any of those things very well. This is the way, this is the way it, yeah. it, it is now. So you're going to be a la carting, I think, a lot of times with people. You're going to run into people mm-hmm. that maybe do offer multiple services, but you're going to find, as I have with some of these publicists I work with, they're good with certain things. This mm-hmm. publicist is really good at getting artists reviewed. They, they do a great job. I think their artists are being reviewed and all the, you know what I mean? This person over here is really He's a lot better with he has good relationship with radio stations. For some reason, they're able to get people played on the radio. Um, so you may have, be looking, you know, to to kind of to cobble a team together with different people. Yeah. I think what you're going to end up doing is you're going to have some professional people like like I have Joe and some people like that, and you're going to have some people that are kind of going to be kind of doing um, you know work that you're going to be heavily guided. Like I have a VA, Mike, he's awesome, you know, but I th- you know guide him, you know, and you're going to have all kind of people in between that you're going to be that you're going to be dealing with. And so you're going to you're gonna have certain people that you're going to deal with, you know, once or twice a year for certain things because you're releasing this or you're doing that or you're designing right. that that t-shirt or whatever. <clears throat> so it's going to be a kind of it takes a village. <laughs> yeah. There was um one uh, one one legend here that I, that I've heard about and this is the level of specialism at a certain level. It's, a, it's way beyond our level, but there was a guy that I think it's Jarvis Cocker of Pulp talked about this guy. Um and he's I think it's something like Donut Jimmy. And he was called Donut Jimmy. He was a mastering engineer and he got hired for exactly one thing. And that was the fade outs on your radio edit. And it was because he was, he was apparently he was just known in the business as the guy who was able to do the exactly right times um, fade out that would come out exactly the right time. And it would leave just the right amount in it. And it would sound absolutely amazing when he got played on radio. And he was called Donut Jimmy or whatever his name was, because you just give him a bag of donuts and he'd do it and then leave. Um, but that level of specialism, all he does is fade outs. I mean, hell, I thought DJs did that themselves on when they were playing on the radio, but there it is. Yeah, no, there, there, there are, you'll be surprised. Uh, yeah. When you get into this, there's people that just do very, 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 very spe- specific things. And that's yeah. the guy you want. You want Donut Jimmy to do that. That's the guy. That's yeah. it. You know? So, like, you, your specialty as a musician should be to create the music and, um, you know, have a stage presence. Mm-hmm. But, like Lou was saying earlier, you want a very minimal, um, like knowledge of the other things that need done in your mm. music business. And then maybe someone who has more, like more in depth above, mm. you know, everyone that they're managing so that you're not tied up in all those things. Like me personally, like I can do landing pages, social media, you know, um, 
I can do magazines and newsletters. I've been in the print industry. There's so many things I can list that I can do mm. and I can do them well, but I'm a one person. I only have so much time. And if I'm doing all of those things like today for individual clients, then I'm spread out way too thin. So the people who do the best at, you know, different things is if they get like centralized on one thing. Mm. So I try to remember, Hey, you know, I can do all these things, but this is what I really want to be known for. And because you know what these people are doing and you understand what their job is, you can go to them and you can tell them exactly what it is and help them get there rather than giving some vague idea and then hoping that it'll yes. be what you want. So the overarching experience, you know, the overarching goal for me is to have multiple people under me who can then do those things. Mm. Um, and I can jump in and you know check them make sure they're the quality i want so forth and so on but that's because that's the position i'm putting myself in like if you want if like today you wake up and you're like hey my music's created you know i'm right now all i need is gigs and exposure then look for people who are you know like that's what they're known for mm. but the more specific that person is um well it's not only the more specific that person is, the more expensive they're going to be because they're known for that thing. And, you know, like they have a lot of people doing mm -hmm. it, but it's also if, if they're like me and they're, you know, they have a lot of people that they can go to where they know a lot of things. They're also more expensive. They're also expensive because you're going to them and having them do everything and they only have so much time. Mm. I don't so know. it's really like what fits what you need. Yeah. And a musical example um, like, for example, if I'm writing for a trumpet, I cannot play trumpet. I've tried at various points to start. I cannot do it. It's not my instrument. I'm not a brass player. But I do know what's involved in playing trumpet. And I've worked with some very good trumpet players. So if I'm writing a trumpet part, I know that I need to leave this certain amount for when they're going to breathe. I know that if I make them play a little bit higher, they'll love to do it. But I'll then need to give them a rest. I also know that if I do a certain part as well, they might well decide to play it um, higher themselves off their own bat if they're a jazz player. So I will write in mind so that when they do that, it will work, A, work, and B, make it better when they do it. And, and, if I, and if I don't want them to do that, I make damn sure that I put that in the instructions and that at this point I want you to stay exactly as written. And just knowing what they do and how they do it is so vital. for this. I mean, this is Management 101. If you um if you're if you're going to manage people, you need to know what the hell it is they do, and if you don't yeah. know, and all you can give them is vague promises, and there's a lot of bad bosses who do exactly this. They don't know what the people they manage do, so they just demand the earth and then complain when they don't get it. You That's should true. know exactly. You should know what they do, so, what is possible so, for them to do, and then you can help them do more. Exactly. So so if you're going to work with services. To help you do your marketing, publicist, website design, you need to know exactly, this is a great point, know exactly what they do, know exactly what they're capable of. Do not give people tasks that are be, either beyond what they can do or overwhelm them with too many tasks at one time. Um, <clears throat> huge, huge problem uh, with in 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 uh, in businesses is it was when uh, uh, management tries to like give people like way too many things tasks to do at one time. They're they're either either stuff is just not going to get done, or it's going to get done poorly, or the person's going to give up in frustration. Um, 
No, I just understand what these different things are. We can, we're going to get it. We'll, we'll do some more podcasts on exactly what a music publicist does, what it, what they should do, what you can expect, the kind of questions to ask, how to dig deep into that. You know, what to ask, what to be looking for when you when you're when you're looking at a web for a website. <clears throat> but have coming in armed with a little bit of knowledge, knowing what that what the range is of the trumpet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you're not asking them to play something that's too low or too high that they can't do. Mm. Um, a, a great metaphor there uh, is is why you need some education, why you need things like this podcast and, and different YouTube channels that are out there that can show you stuff. And you know, nothing wrong with, you know, there are some paid courses you could take if you want to dig a little deeper. But just, just knowing what has to be done and that way you can, that way also when something isn't, you're not getting the results you want. You could ask the right kind of questions and maybe it was the way you gave the direction. Also, when you, and this is the difference again between hiring somebody who really knows because somebody like Joe, I will say something to him and he can very often know what I mean, even though I didn't say what I meant. He can read in the, like, this is the result Lou is trying to get, you know, and they can also tell you whether or not you're going off on a path that, you know, you kind of need to go a little bit of a different direction. Right. It's kind of right. like when you're playing with your band, you got your, you got your drums, your guitars, your singer, and your different musical um, elements of the band, different people. They all have personalities. They all have different ways they play. Your marketing and your, your business as a whole working with people is no different. Right. All right, guys, this is we need to close for today because I just uh, I have a rehearsal I need that I need to get to. So, um, all right, guys, I thought it was a really good. I was a really good discussion. I feel mm. like there's but I feel like like there's still a lot to be said about this. So there think, is. We're going to have to do part two next well, week. Well, I think maybe what we could do is maybe pick some of these services apart and get mm. dig dig deep. With, you know, what is it, like a, a publicist or, you know, getting gigs in the, you know, lice, music licensing. So yeah. let's 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 have a conversation about that um, over the week. Um, mm. Guys, uh, it's been a, it's been really cool. Uh, again, once again, uh, Ludini uh, Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind. Go to LulombardiRocks.com to get more information about everything we have going on. Joe, plug your whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, orangetreemarketing.com. If you're not a musician, if you are a musician, just go to lulombardirocks.com and you can get a hold of me or Lou there. Don't be afraid to like call me out if you're actually looking for me. Awesome. And Carrie, kjkmusic.co.uk. All right, very simple. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out. We'll catch you all on the next Ludini's Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.